At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Green Zone. Oh he is the fattest man in the NFL. This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Number three of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds coming at you here in downtown Las Vegas. It is great. It is week number one of the NFL. All the games now in the third quarter. And, Wes, you saw a couple things that caught your eye, my friend. What do you see? Yeah, and I'm going to get updated on the one game still at the half. Jacksonville and Houston. All Houston Texans here early on as the home underdog. Divisional home underdogs in week one. Last year, Jacksonville benefited beating the Indianapolis Colts outright. This time, it might be the Houston Texans. Jacksonville down 27-7. to Minus five currently at BetMGM on the Jacksonville side. So basically, the adjusted number is... Houston minus 15, 22 and a half, your second half total, adjusted total, basically 56 and a half. I told our director, Jeremy Wingle, before this game that if things went south with Minnesota, that Cincinnati might just roll these guys in week number one. Let's go back out to Mike Wobeshaw because I think we do we have a rolling in process, Mike? Wow, that was a very good call by you uh, early on. And we're getting close. I am mm. concerned. If you're a Minnesota backer, you are concerned. A lot of times in matchups where the personnel, for whatever reason, really favors a team and they get down early, you can see some some betting opportunity there because you can feel like the better team is going to eventually come back and win. But this does not feel like that. This feels like the better team or the team we thought was the better team just getting flat out beat. And 
as we discussed right before halftime, this game has been turned on its head because more than halfway through the second quarter of this game, it was Vikings 7, Bengals 0, walk in the park, ho-hum, the favorite covers, and it's an easy under. Since that point, 21 straight points by the Bengals, including points right before halftime, and now a touchdown on the opening drive of the second half for the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Mixon gets into the end zone. And so the Vikings need to respond, and they need to respond right now. Lots of penalties, lots of indecision by Cousins, two sacks. It doesn't look good for the Vikings' offense. Their offensive line needs to turn it around if the Vikings are going to stay in this game. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing, Mike, and I think that's an astute observation here that you're going to catch seven and a half points. Good luck if mm-hmm. you want to back the Vikings here because I worry about KC8, who I like personally, mm-hmm. but when they get down and they can't run Dalvin Cook, that one trick, if you have to just use KC8, that's not a great trick to play. Current price, by the way, Cincinnati minus 9.5 at BetMGM, 47.5 on the total. To uh, Mike's point there about the penalties, 10 penalties in the first half on Minnesota. By the way, five false starts and four holding penalties. This oh. is a disorganized mess for the Vikings. And they looked like that in the preseason. Mike Zimmer wasn't happy, and they were not going to be happy if this performance does not turn around quickly in the natty. Uh, the Chargers deep in the red zone there in D.C. Arash Makazi has been keeping a watchful eye on that game. Arash, what are you seeing now? The Chargers are moving. Listen, Justin Herbert looks fantastic. I mean, the problem for the Chargers is is their is their failure to knock the ball into the end zone when they're in the red zone. So we'll see what they do here. A battle of two of the great quarterbacks in this league, right, Dave? Tyler Heineke and Justin Herbert. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, Raj, you, know, you, you look at Philadelphia, you got a former MVP and Matty Ice going up against Jalen Hurts, and who's winning? Jalen Hurts. Right now, who's winning? It's Taylor Heineke is being, beating the guy last year that just set the NFL on fire as a rookie in Justin Herbert. But, again, they are knocking on the door. Uh, three gets them tied. If they can punch it in, they get the lead. By the way, in this game, the Chargers have had the ball most of the game. 54 plays, 300 yards, just 29 for 164 for the WFD. So you're looking at those stats and saying, WTF, why aren't the Chargers up bigger here? And we do have a timeout on the field, I believe. I believe it's going to be second and goal for the Los Angeles Chargers. So trying to go ahead and at least tie this game, perhaps take the lead. But yeah, Chargers outplaying them on the stats, but not outplaying them on the scoreboard. I I also just peeked up and I saw that the Titans got a big turnover on Kyler Murray. Uh, the Cardinals had the ball first in the third quarter. Now Tennessee deep inside the red zone. There. Remember, it's 24 to 6 here as you begin play in the third quarter. It just felt like potentially this could be a game that flips a little bit. I'm not sold on Cliff Kingsbury to be able to run the ball effectively enough to mm-hmm. kind of milk this thing. So I don't think that game is, is over by a long shot. So if you're looking for an in-game opportunity, that might be a scenario that you want to dabble in a little bit with Tennessee. Let's go to Nate Jacobson, who's been doing a great job covering that game for us today. Uh, Nate, are, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do you feel like this game might turn ever so slightly? Potentially, Dave, because Kyler Murray, who was fantastic in the first half, made a very bad mistake on a third and three, throwing it up for grabs. Kevin Byard with the interception for Tennessee, and they're on the move in Cardinals territory. Titans just scored a touchdown to cut mm-hmm. it to 12. PAT pending, which isn't a sure thing because Michael Badgley has missed an extra point and a field goal right before the first half. But yeah, maybe Tennessee has a shot to get into it. 
Uh, you mentioned Cliff Kingsbury, not the greatest game manager. So we'll have to see if Kyler can bounce back after a pretty bad interception to get Tennessee into back into the game. And that's just irresponsible, though, that that throw by Kyler it Murray. Was. It's kind of off his back foot falling away and just kind of threw it up for grabs. It got picked up by Bayard, as Nate said. And you look at Arizona, you're talking about them running the ball. 15 carries for 65 yards. That's not bad. That's 4.3 a carry. Kyler Murray does have a touchdown run. You got to trust that running game a little bit because that's why you brought in James Conner and you have Chase Edmonds. So, yeah, not a great running team, but can you be good enough here? So now 24-13, Tennessee back in the ball game. 13 minutes left to go in the third quarter. A lot of time left. I'm getting points there. I need points down there in the ATL. Still 15-6 to right now. Eagles midway through that third quarter. So that game's slowing down. Tory Gurley's been watching a, a low-scoring affair uh, in Orchard Park today between the Steelers and Bills. Tori, what's going on now? Hey, you guys pray for me over here. Why you guys get to talk about all the action? I'm just watching defense. So um, it, it's tough. You know, anybody that's on the under, hey, congratulations. That one is going to cash. But anybody that's uh, on the over or tried to tease it, thinking that you're going to get points out of Big Ben and, and Josh Allen, uh, it's not looking too good for these guys. But for the most part, uh, both of these defenses are just getting after each other. Mm. Um, literally, they're getting to the quarterback. There's not a lot of running. It's just kind of a couple throws here and there and punt. You know, the punters, are they're going to have to ice their legs at the end of this game because <laughs> that's all you see. And, you know, I, that's all I got for you guys. I'm sorry. You know, hey, I wish okay. I had no. more, but now you're it's as Tory. simple as that. And yeah. to Tory's point about the scoring, by the way, this total opened 43, closed wow. as high as 48, 47 and a half here at BetMGM. So this has been a defensive battle. And we just saw actually Buffalo was kind of in that no man's land, went for it on fourth and eight. Josh Allen incomplete. So Big Ben and the Steelers take over on their own 35. But just not have been able to get it moving so far. But Steelers just kind of hanging around. One possession game. By the way, this was pretty much six and a half across the board unless you were able to buy the and hook. And still right there. And usually if you're going to buy the hook, by the way, just to cycle back on a key number, you're not going to get it minus $1.20 like you're going to get in pretty much every other sport, whether it's college football or basketball, what have you. In the NFL, they make you pay for those. So if you want like the hook on the seven or three, you're going to be laying like $1.30, $1.40 big instead of that standard 120 on a half point. Let's see if they can get some offense going. I just want to update very quickly uh, the Philadelphia-Atlanta game, still 15-6, no scoring so far in the third quarter. But uh, the, the Eagles did go for it on fourth and two deep in the ATL territory. It looks like they got stuffed. And I know Nick Sirianni, you're making an impression. It's your first game as an NFL head coach. Well, you had a sure thing there in, in three. And I know people say kicking field goals is for losers. Mm -hmm. I'm a little surprised by that because it looks like you eschewed a sure opportunity to get points on the road in a game that you're manhandling the ATL right now. Yeah, without question. And, and I do want to cycle back to Washington, D.C. for a moment. Chargers were driving when we were checking in with yes. the rash, but turned away here a sack fumble. Justin Herbert sack Montez Sweat, uh, who another great defender there on that wall. It's not just Chase Young on that defensive line. Montez Sweat uh, gets the ball back. So now the Washington football team just inside Charger territory from midfield, 16 to 13, looking for more danger. Will Robinson on the Chargers portion of the teaser. And again, it is very dangerous right now for me sitting with that eight and a half point tease uh, with the Chargers. And I see that it looks like the Colts just got a key turnover about five minutes ago in the third quarter. We talk about turnovers because it really does switch the momentum as we've seen often in NFL games. It doesn't take a whole lot to get a spark. So we'll find out if the Colts can get back into this thing at home right now with that turnover. And, and again, that's the turnover alert that you're seeing right now on your screen. So 
again, we've seen this in, in certainly with the San Francisco-Detroit game that kind of just turned that Jared Goff pick six, and it just felt like the life got sucked out of that building. Mm-hmm. We wonder if we're going to see that, that change of pace there in Tennessee with that turnover by Kyler Murray, and now potentially with the first turnover of the game in the third quarter between the Seahawks and the Colts. And we do have a turnover. It was forced, actually, by the maniac, Darius Leonard, stripping Chris Carson and Johnny on the spot. Quiddy Pay, who was the first-round draft pick out of Michigan. Colts trying to bring him in to be a pass rusher. That's kind of where they struggled on defense. Just haven't gotten those pass rushes. We always yep. look at the Colts when they had Freeney and Mathis. It was like they were sack monsters. So right now, 21-10. to 10. Colts' defense has been better in this second half to force. Buckner had a nice sack mm-hmm. to stop a drive. But currently, Seattle minus 8.5 in the end game at BetMGM, 49.5 on the total, slightly juiced to the under. Carson Wentz has been efficient, 14-21, uh, and 136, and a touchdown. Not big numbers, no. but hasn't turned the ball over. Uh, so, look, the Colts need to put up some points, though. The defense had a bad first half, but have been very good in the first 10 minutes of this second half, and the offense has got to step up and meet that intensity. After that bad turnover by uh, Kyler Murray, Arizona is on the move now, first and 10 inside Tennessee territory as they try to hold on to that lead, but you mentioned it. Washington, Taylor Heineke, uh, they are moving the ball again uh, into L.A. territory as well. And the Steelers now knocking on the door. Tory Gurley wanted some offense. Yeah, he's he's got got it. Get the ball to Chase Claypool. That's who you need to get the ball to because they got it to him, it looks like, on an end around here. And now Bill's going to have, or Steelers rather, going to have first and goal, I believe, from the five is where he was knocked out of bounds. But nevertheless, best scoring opportunity for the Steelers on the afternoon. And it felt like going into the day, getting six and a half, that that was the right side to be on mm-hmm. uh, if you're a Steeler backer. And right now, knocking on the door, potentially tie this thing up. They give it to the rookie, Najee Harris. So right now, they're going to have second and goal uh, at about the six-yard line as we keep an eye on all the action, how it affects those in-game odds for you if you're still dipping your toe here in the third quarter. You are locked into the green zone right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every single game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back here on the Green Zone, Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds with you. And again, we have some updates to get to. I said that Minnesota was dead in the water, mm-hmm. right? Well, they just went for it on fourth and four. Not only did they get it, they got the whole kit and caboodle because KC8 found Adam Thielen, and now that's a one-score game, 21-14. What do I know? KC8 is just stuffing it right in my face as the Vikings get back in that game. But the Steelers, last we left you, had a first and goal Tori Gurley, did they were they able to punch this thing in and tie up this game? Unfortunately, not. The defense ended up biting down uh, towards the red zone, and Buffalo kept them out and held them to a field goal. And you know, once again, going empty formation and trying to throw the ball around, I don't. I think those days are beyond Big Ben. Um, he really is going to need the support of, of a run of, of a running game because if not. You know, it's just putting too much on an older guy, man. He, he's not like these, you know, these young quarterbacks that are active and ready to roll, man. This guy's old, and he's starting to look his age out here. But as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, um, whoever's supporting Pittsburgh with the points, you know, they, they have opportunity to, to cash in their ticket. And that's the thing, Tori, uh, very quickly, you know, we talk about it. When you have Sean McDermott and you got Mike Tomlin, right, they don't mind playing an old-fashioned slugfest and defense-first mentality. What has it been about that Steeler defense? Really, it's given Buffalo so much trouble because aside from the one touchdown drive, Tori, this is really the Steelers defense has kept the Bills in check, right? Man, the $100 million defense alignment, T.J. Watt and Melvin Ingram, those guys are getting after it. They're getting push up front. Same thing with Cam Hayward. Um, he's in Josh Allen's face and is really uh, making it, you know, extremely difficult for Josh to really see 
uh, the field, and that's why the score, it is what it is, 10-6, to 6, man. It's just a defensive uh, slugfest right now. And does not seem like that is going to change. Again, you see the live odds here. The Steelers plus 4.5 now. So, again, if you're a Steeler backer and they can play them even the rest of the way, you could cash that ticket if you want to wade in. Uh, but also, I just looked up and I saw – a, just a back shoulder throw by Kyler Murray. The, the, the whole blitz was coming from Tennessee, and Christian Kirk was running free, and he just threw it up. And Christian Kirk, it was like a punt right over his head for a touchdown. So Arizona back in control. I had mentioned earlier that, that that turnover that Kyler Murray had, it was a bad turnover to begin this third quarter. Uh, but right now it looks like they've righted the ship. And for that, let's go back to Nate Jacobson who's been doing yeoman's work on this game because there's been a lot of offense here. Uh, Nate, what did you make of that, I guess, make good by Kyler Murray? Yeah, with this highest total on the slate being this game, I expected to get a lot of action uh, over the three hours. And Kyler Murray makes up for the mistake on the last drive, throws a pass on a third and three from a brown midfield, caught by Christian Kirk, dropped it in the bucket. So right now, Cardinals up 31 to 13. They make up for the turnover Kyler Murray does, and it looks like the Eric Cardinals kind of have that one to pull away. Although, as you mentioned, with Cliff Kingsbury, things can get dicey. What a huge score for the Cardinals to bounce back after Tennessee got their second touchdown of the game. So 31-13 to 13 right now in Tennessee. All right, great stuff, Nate. And again, you know, I, I actually thought Tennessee would kind of get back into that game. Mm-hmm. What do I know? Here comes Kyler Murray. A great drive to answer that. And that, that's important. When you throw a bad pick like that, which could give uh, Uncle Mo. To, to switch over, you know, you got to right the ship. He did that. And, and speaking of, I was kind of harsh on those Vikings a little bit. And Mike Wobeshaw, well, he just saw the good side of KC8 as he beat the Blitz with Adam Thielen on the fourth down. Uh, Mike, what would you make of that drive? Because, you know, sometimes I, I got the feeling this team could pack it up. It looks like KC8's in for a fight today. Yeah, and I think the Vikings are a team that's going to be in for a fight all the time. I don't question their competitive integrity ever. Uh, I question other things that happen, other decisions, and and quite frankly, some some personnel and talent level, particularly mm. on the offensive line. But look, the Bengals made a terrible mistake here. It was fourth and one on their own 30. They went for it and didn't make it. Now, in hindsight, it's a terrible mistake, but it was a terrible mistake to do it. They are in control of this game. And they're fourth down in their own territory. Their defense is playing great, and the Vikings' offense is playing horribly. Punt the ball in that situation. They did not, and they did not make it, and the Vikings did make it all the way to the end zone. They score a touchdown. Now we got a ball game. It's 21-14, a minute 58 to go in the third. Honestly, if I don't have any skin in the game right now, I'm looking at the screen right now, guys. I mean, some of the, the Viking side of that ledger looks pretty good, actually, to me, as awful as they've looked in this game. Uh, you're getting plus 225 on the money line on the Vikings right now with what the momentum swing we just saw. You have to at least think about that if you are already if you are uninvested in this game. Yeah, it's if you already point. are invested in this game, obviously you might want to play it uh, a different way. But uh, we have a close game here. It's probably going to go down to the last possession or two and the momentum swing in favor of the purple team for now. Yeah, it's a great point, Mike, because, again, momentum is everything. Mm-hmm. Look, it really does. It's yeah. a real thing when you have those turnovers. But it looks like the, the momentum right now back on the side of the Vikings. So, again, as Mike said, if you have no skin in the game as of yet, maybe you want to take those four-and-a-half points right now with the Vikings as they're only down seven in the Six-and-a-half now because Cincinnati now in Minnesota territory at the first and ten at the Minnesota 41. But Cousins does get him back in the game. We're about to tick down to the end of the third quarter. Bengals up 21-14. Still no points yet in the third quarter in the ATL, so the Eagles holding on to that lead 15-6, to six, which I know is a surprise for me. 
not only that the lack of scoring, but the ATL, what's going on with, with Matty Ice and, and with that offense. So we'll figure out if they can get back in this thing. But Arash Murkazi has been watching the Chargers and the Washington football team. We have more points on the board. Which way is this going, Arash? Still 16 to 13 miss field goal there by Washington, a 51 yard miss after a uh, false start. So push them back a little bit. Story of that drive, though, and you guys have to see this and you all out there. One of the craziest, I would say, worst calls, Justin Herbert looked like he had an incomplete pass from the 15-yard lane. They ruled it a sack fumble through the end zone. I've seen the play five times. It is the most unbelievable fumble call that I've ever seen. Again, that is why Washington had a 10-play drive, was in position to kick that field goal, missed field goal. So now the Chargers got the ball back. They are driving. It is Washington 16, Chargers 13. We are in the fourth quarter here in Washington. But again, if you haven't had a chance yet, you got to look at that sack fumble call on Justin Herbert. Simply incredible. Uh, Arash, great call there. And again, um, I, I always get bothered that we have replay in the NFL. And to Arash's point, when you use replay and don't get it right, I think that's when people are going, what are we doing with replay? So uh, the, uh, Washington misses that field goal, as Arash points out. So no points out of there. Uh, 16-13, Washington still leading. But we do want to go very quickly because I mentioned no points were on the board so far in the third quarter in the ATL between the Eagles and the Falcons. But we do have points. Let's go back to Mark Zinno. Mark, uh, who scored and what's going on there? Yeah, the Eagles once again get on the scoreboard, this time another touchdown, and it comes off the heels of another Falcons penalty. They have uh, 79 yards in penalties, 10 of them total, guys. Matt Ryan only has 25 more passing yards, and the Falcons have penalty yards, and the Eagles put up another touchdown, extra point, a 22-6 lead. Grady Jarrett again called for defensive holding on a screenplay that sets up Miles Sanders inside the five-yard line. They punch it in from there, and they're in full control right now with 90 seconds left in the third quarter. Mark, you got to answer this question for me. What is going on with Matt Ryan? Because, again, when you mentioned that they just can't seem to move the ball offensively, I did not think that would be the question marks with the ATL, right? We, we thought they were going to be at least okay, adequate offensively. What's the problem against this Eagle defense that I don't think many people said this would be a tough spot for Atlanta to score points? No, well, look, at this point, the Falcons have gotten a little bit pigeonholed here in the second half and having to throw the ball more than they really want to. Arthur Smith is a guy who likes to predicate his offense off the run game. Mike Davis hasn't been there for him, and, and the big plays that they have had, guys, they've all been called back on penalties. I mean, the Falcons have shot themselves in the foot all afternoon long. For every single big play they've had, it's been called back for one reason or other on a penalty. And without the running game, it's really hard for Matt Ryan to get things going. They haven't involved Kyle Pitts in the offense. Calvin Ridley only has four receptions for 44 yards in the game. So I'm struggling to find an identity at this point in time on the offensive side of the ball. Well, if we know anything about the Falcons, though, they seem to always figure out a way to make this thing interesting. Let's see if they can do it, because right now it's all Eagles all the time. You see the adjusted line, 12 and a half and, Philly. Yeah, 41 and a half on the total, by the way. Jalen Hurts has been spectacular today 22 of 29 208 yards and two touchdowns so the young man out playing the former mvp uh pretty amazing and very quickly look up and uh, justin herbert just threw a bad pick deep in washington territory so the washington football team will be taking over in the fourth quarter now in the fourth quarter 12 minutes to go uh still holding on to that three-point lead that's going to be a wild one that we're keeping our eye on we're going to have some sweats 
for sure. We are in the sweat zone we are now in the sweat here on zone. the green zone. Yes. Once you get down in the fourth quarter in a tight game, start sweating it out, people. We'll be sweating it out with you uh, right here on VEASAN. And again, uh, the Bengals do have the ball back 21-14 uh, with that seven-point lead in the fourth quarter. And Arizona moving it again on Tennessee, 31-13. So it looks like right now they are rolling uh, in Tennessee. We're rolling along right here. Wes Reynolds, Dave Ross with you on the green zone. It is VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back with much more in just a moment. fair to say we've officially entered the sweat zone here week number one in the green zone Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds coming at you because you get to the fourth quarter you got tight games you got turnovers things can mm. tend to get a little long there are betters out here behind us oh. sweating like Patrick Ewan in the fourth quarter just glistening <laughs> just Sweat glistening man everywhere there it is and what an atmosphere and what a pleasure it is to be here in Las Vegas with you Wes because you can hear the roar of the crowd through the, this glass pane all of a sudden you're like oh what just happened uh, people getting excited here and for good reason we do have some score updates we want to get to there are some tight games will hill is not watching one of those uh this one looks like you never want to put a game to bed too early Mm -hmm. but will is this thing over for all intents and purposes breaking news the jaguars being favored on the road was not a good idea uh (laughs) they are getting just destroyed 34 to 7 uh, I, I feel like Jesse Pinkman when he's kidnapped at the end of the Breaking Bad scene where I'm sitting here watching this. I got the remote control next to me. This one's over. If you're looking for a betting angle, I, I see coming out of the half that Houston was being very conservative. Just run, run, run. They were moving the chains. They mixed in a little play action there. We were able to get in the end zone. A couple minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, maybe, maybe Urban Meyer starts to, to start to flirt with USC and see if uh, maybe there's an opening there with Clay Helton. But uh, other than that, there's better games to watch. This one is pretty much over, 34-7 to Houston uh, late here in the third quarter. Yeah, again, I, I thought that was the right side to be on when you were getting mm-hmm. three-and-a-half points or a flat-out money line play here. It just felt like the right side. I just I can't back a rookie coach and a rookie head yeah. coach uh, and a rookie quarterback on the road. And in, in a division game, yeah, by the way. And by sense. the way, Texans right now minus 21-and-a-half on the in-play, 56-and-a-half half on your current total. Uh, Tyrod Taylor and the Texans going to get for David Culley, who's waited all this time to be a head coach, now about 65 years old, going to get a win, it looks like, in his first game. Looks like he has team ready to play in that one. So again, 34-7, great uh, updates from Will all day long. Uh, we know that the Bengals have tacked on a field goal. They're up 10 now on the Purple Guys from Minnesota. But uh, the wild game, I think that we might be in for a really wild ride the rest of the way. Arash Murkazi, it's been wild from the get-go there in D.C. with injuries and turnovers. What's the latest now between the Chargers and the Washington football team? It's always fun. It's always exciting with the Chargers, as as you guys know. The, the Chargers were driving. They were in the red zone once again, and then Justin Herbert throws a pick inside the five-yard line. You're thinking that here we go again for the Chargers. No, Antonio Gibson fumbles it for Washington inside the five-yard line. The Chargers get the ball back. 
Mike Williams' three-yard touchdown from Justin Herbert. Now the Chargers are finally back on top, 20-16, 11-21 in the fourth quarter. As you guys well know, when the Chargers are playing, whether they win or lose, it's always a fun game. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be wild. And again, dip your toe in carefully here because I'm going to warn you now, I'm terrified as a guy that backed the Chargers with Taylor Heineke in this fourth quarter. I've seen some of that magic before from this kid. Uh, I just think that it's going to be a tough one down the stretch. Let's see if the Chargers can hold on right now, four-point lead. Yeah, lightning bolts, minus three and a half, minus twenty right now here. 12 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and 44 and a half is your current in-game total. You know, Torrey Gurley hasn't seen a whole lot of offense today, but he's Business seen... has picked up in Buffalo. Absolutely, and great defense he's seen so far today. What's going on with the Steelers in Orchard Park taking on those bills? Finally, the Steelers, they must be listening to this cast because they gave the ball to Najee Harris. They were able to put a drive together. Uh, Big Ben throws a touchdown pass. Now they're up 13 to 10. And anybody who's, you know, supported Pittsburgh with the points or have them on a money line, you know, this is what you bet on. You know, you bet on great coaching and a veteran quarterback. But um, the, the biggest thing is let's see how this defense is going to, you know, hold tight down the stretch. There's a lot of time left in the fourth quarter. And now Josh Allen has to show why he's a big dog and why why he's the new kid on the block. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out over the next 11 minutes. And that was a heck of a grab, by the way, by Johnson. We saw that on one of our monitors. Pittsburgh minus two and a half on the end game, minus 120 basically on the money line, 36, or excuse me, 30 and a half the end game total. I, I think that, not that this is a surprise, because as you mentioned, Wes, and I think astute observation, this is a championship-level defense that the Pittsburgh Steelers have, right? So I, I know that a lot of people are going to go, well, Ben still looks old, and we don't know about the, Najee Harris, can they run the ball? That defense is going to keep them in a lot of games, and they've done that all day long in Buffalo, and now all of a sudden you look up and they have the lead. That can happen. Uh, I do not know if Tennessee, my... Uh, my observation was I thought Tennessee might get back in this game yeah. after that turnover early in the third quarter. Nate Jacobson, let's go back to you. Been watching this one. Uh, they're not making me look very good right now because I think the wide receiver playing quarterback just turned it over again, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And for the second time today, Chandler Jones gets into the backfield, sacks Ryan Tannehill, forces a fumble, Cardinals recover, and they're quickly already in the red zone. Up 31-13, to 13, late third quarter. So this feels like if the Cardinals can punch it in, get up four possessions, that this one could be over. And maybe a little bit of a question about the over-under. Maybe the Titans get some garbage time touchdowns, and it definitely goes over the total. But right now we're sitting at a live to- or live spread, 16.5. Live total, 64.5. So 64 it's expecting and a half. to be some more points. It looks like the Cardinals are in a, in a good spot right now to at least get some points on the board and at the minimum go up by 21. Chandler Jones has four sacks today. He has five tackles, four of them being sacks. So this Tennessee offensive line has been absolutely abused by this guy. Of course, J.J. Watt coming in now, to, and he's got two tackles, by the way, but it's been Chandler Jones, and he was upset yeah, about his contract situation. He out, right? Yeah, well, uh, he's going to have more of a grievance now because he's got four sacks in the first game. I, I would just say this. Okay, and this isn't a slight on anybody, but but if Aaron Donald had had four sacks at this point, that's all anybody around the NFL would be talking about. Chandler mm-hmm. Jones, cool. yes, we give him his due, but I don't know if we give him his due enough. And mm-hmm. by the way, Arizona looks like they just cashed in that Chandler Jones turnover yeah, into Kirk. a touchdown. This thing is getting ugly in Tennessee, so we've got some more updates to get to. Uh, Jacob, uh, let's go to the Jets-Panthers. That's where AAA is standing by, and I, I do believe we have a, a bit of history 
Do we have the rookie, the number two pick overall? Did he finally make some noise, Triple A? Yes, he did. Zach Wilson evaded some pressure in the end and in the backfield, got out to his right and threw a dart to Corey Davis, got his first career touchdown. So they also converted the two-point conversion, had a little bit of a quarterback RPO a read option play there. But the big story is that Makai Becton, last year's first-round pick, big guy out of Louisville, went down, got carted off the field. Ooh. He was in tears, didn't look good um, with this offense already having trouble trying to protect Zach Wilson. Losing a big stalwart like Makai Becton isn't going to be a good thing for them, but they're only down by eight now going into the fourth quarter. Oh, well, that's that, yeah. you hate to hear that, Triple A. Obviously, we have injuries, especially to young guys and, and a guy that they're clearly counting on here. And players know, Wes, when you see a guy, as Triple A alluded to, in tears, mm-hmm. they know before the doctors know. Yeah, absolutely. So he was carted off the field. And look, he was trying to uh, kind of play his way back into shape as well. Mm-hmm. Mackay Becton a little bit a little bit out of shape and playing his way back in. But now Jets playing their way back into the game. Just plus eight and a half minus a dollar forty five. Thirty four and a half on the total for the New York Jets. We are now going into the fourth quarter. So uh, the Sam Darnold Bowl here slamming Sammy's got the better of his old mates here. And I do believe we actually have a, a score. Speaking of business picking up, let's go to Tori Gurley, who is watching this game for us. Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Tori, what do we got? We got us a block punt over here by the Pittsburgh defense. Once again, special teams and defense is not it's not anything sexy to talk about. But if you're going to put your money on somebody, mm. you want to put your money on a team that can go out and get stops and and veteran veteran leadership. And that's what you see right here with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, whoever is on the Steelers money line, you know, just like myself, you know, we're over here with a big smile on our face. So uh, we'll see what Josh Allen and 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 what they can do on offense with Buffalo. But you you got to love defense because it goes everywhere you go, man. You can't go anywhere in the world without it. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot, Tori. Great point. And I'll also say this. If you are an overbetter in this game, you thought you were dead. You yeah. had no shot. When you get bang, bang, and you get that special teams turnover, and now you know Buffalo, which already wants to, to pass the football because they just don't run it very well uh, in, in Orchard Park. You know that this is going to be Josh Allen's time. So that might not be as dead in the water as initially we thought pre-flop. Still 11 minutes to go, by the way. I think probably the Buffalo minus six and a half tickets. You never want to call them that, call them dead, but they're 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 in peril right now, down 20 to 10. Pittsburgh Steelers minus four and a half for the in-game price at BetMGM. 37 and a half juice to the under here at minus 150. So look, that Steelers team, they still got a championship defense. Offense still a work in progress, but that defense can get it done. All right, Jets making that interesting. As you mentioned now, one score game, 16 to eight there. And again, the Eagles fly, Eagles fly. They are flying all over those dirty birds. 20, uh, I believe it's 22 to... Uh, 22 to 6. 22 to 6. Thank yes. you very much. So uh, that is staying ugly right now for the home team down there in the ATL. And Washington, they are on the move again inside Charger territory. I just have a feeling that's going to be the back and forth game uh, as we have the sweat zone here in the, uh, most of these games in the fourth quarter now. Uh, and right now, the, the Niners, as you see, still easily beating the Lions and the Cardinals. Those are two blowout games right now of 38-13 on Tennessee. So we don't think those games are are going to flip very often, so we'll keep our eye on the games that are still close and get you ready for the 4 o'clock Eastern kickoffs that are about set uh, at the top of the hour with some previews when you come back with us right here on the Green Zone. We're locked and loaded. It is week number one in earnest in the NFL, and we got wall-to-wall coverage. Come on back with us right here. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team. If any team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use a bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any pro football team scores a touchdown. I think that's going to happen. New customer offer, paid in free bets, eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds with you. Wes, you've been keeping an eye on Seattle and Indianapolis 
It's been the Russell Wilson show as we get down about five minutes to go in regulation. Yeah, it has been. Four touchdown passes for Russell Wilson. The last one to DK Metcalf just a few moments ago from 15 yards out, 28 to 10, about five and a half minutes left to go at Lucas Oil Stadium. You know, Carson Wentz has been okay. His offensive line has not been okay. He did have a turnover where looked like the center got pushed back into him and he fumbled the ball. Ryan Kelly, the center, who is a former first-round draft pick, who was very good last year, not so good today. Seattle has absolutely owned the line of scrimmage against the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, still looking for that left tackle. Mm -hmm. Eric Fisher still out. That's who they brought in. So Russell Wilson and company, 28 to 10, 520 left to go in Indianapolis. No price at BetMGM. I think they've given up on that game. And I, as a Colts fan, am going (laughs) to give up on this game too, 28 to 10. The uh, blue and white going to go 0-1 for the eighth straight season. You know, that's interesting. If you say that the offensive line is struggling, and right now we see that Russell Wilson has gone from 20 to 16-1 to for MVP based mm-hmm. on what we've seen today. So, again, you're going to see some of these line moves based on what we've seen. Russell Wilson looking fantastic so far, and it looks like they're going to put that, that game to bed. I said that the Vikings were dead. They'd roll over, mm-hmm. right? Mike Skull. Wobbishaw, right? Skull Vikes. Skull, Skull's like, no, we're not rolling over today, Mike Wobbishaw. <laughs> they are back in this thing. What's going on in the natty? Great moment in the game right here. It's third and five. Uh, Bengals have the ball. They really need a first down to keep a drive going. Daniil Hunter comes up big and gets a sack. So now the Vikings are going to get the ball back. The Vikings have mounted a comeback here in the second half. The last time we checked in on this game, guys, we talked about the Vikings had just scored a touchdown. We talked about taking the Vikings plus four and a half or the Vikings on the money line at plus 225. Would have been a good idea for anyone who did it. Those numbers, obviously, now those prices are a little bit worse. Mm. The Vikings about to get the ball back in the middle to middle late stages of the fourth quarter. Down three, a chance to tie the game or take the lead. Uh, this The total on this game at kickoff, I believe, ended up at 47 and a half. So that's on uh, underbetters there on life support. Mm-hmm. Vikings looking to, to put that over the total on this next drive to tie the game or or maybe even take a lead. So we'll have some drama. This is definitely a sweat <laughs> coming down the stretch. Yeah, now let me update that price, by the way. Cincinnati Bengals minus 2.5, minus $1.50. Money line minus 165. 51.5, the current total juice to the over at minus 165. But, boy, it looked like Joe Burrow just limped off the field. I don't know if you if you saw that there, Mike. But, uh, you know, we saw that, of course, last year mm. where, where he did not make it through the season. We know Cincinnati has some problems on that O-line. Uh, did you see anything on Joe Burrow there? It, they just – Fox just showed the replay of it, and – it didn't look like it was one of those obvious sprains, mm-hmm. ACLs, where the foot's caught in the ground and the knee bends the wrong way. So it didn't look obvious, but that doesn't mean it isn't something that's not good. And you're right, he was seen limping off the field. Daniil Hunter got to him, got him high up on the shoulders, and then brought him down. It wasn't a, a dirty or a nasty hit, but you're right, Burrow was limping off the field. And, of course, because he injured the knee last year, there's going to be automatic concern. It's his first game back. So um, we'll have to see what happens there. Um, obviously, that's going to have great consequence on people who've got bets throughout the season, but in particular in this game, because it's very likely the Bengals will need more points to win this game. Whether it's uh, they're going to need a, a field goal or a touchdown remains to be seen, but I don't think 24 points is going to win this game. Well, Mike, you're watching one of those games that right now it officially is in the sweat zone. Also, if you've been watching the game between the Chargers and Washington football team, that's been nip and tuck the whole way. Chargers trying to hold on under five minutes to go in regulation. They had third and 16 less deep in their own end, and Justin Herbert threw an absolute dart 
to keep that drive going first down. And I believe Arash Markazi is all over that right now. Arash looked like third and long. Maybe they play it safe. No, no, no. They let Herbert uh, unleash, and he just did so, and they're keeping this drive going. What are you witnessing down there? Yeah, I mean, that's the confidence that they have in Justin Herbert. Third and 17, back in their part of the field, you know, inside their 10-yard line. Keenan Allen comes up big on a third and 17, gets a first down for the Chargers, who are driving now inside of five minutes, 20 to 16. Important to note, over the last two seasons, the Chargers have lost 16 one-possession games. Can they flip that script today? Let's see if they can hold on right now. Again, you just had the feeling that that game is just going to go back, forth, back, mm-hmm. forth. They have another key third down coming as they try to milk clock, get first downs, and, and really like, talk about a real sweat. Those two teams right now uh, in the middle of it because that's a real good contest we're seeing. Uh, some blowouts that we've seen, but we do have a couple close, close games coming down the wire here as the Chargers pick up that first down. So, Wes, again, if you were a backer of the Chargers like I was, and again, you saw that line move before kickoff today, went up to two and a half. I teased them to plus eight and a half. I feel pretty good now with a four-point lead outright. If you are a tease guy like me, this is you're probably feeling pretty good. Maybe you don't have to sweat that part of it out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, look, just over yeah, just taking a number. It wasn't necessarily, that's right. and that's what you can get with the NFL, especially through these key numbers. You may not like the side, but the Chargers getting over a touchdown with the total at like 45, I just thought that that was a little much, and I did the same thing you did. And now Chargers, by the way, in Washington football team territory, clock ticking down about 3.30 left to go. Last sequence before maybe they take these timeouts. Washington football team does have three timeouts. Currently, Chargers minus four and a half plus a dollar five at that MGM, 39 and a half juice to the under on the total. Obviously, as you get later into the game, you're going to see the VIG rise on these if you're going to pay the price if you want to get involved in game so late. Let's get another quick update. Tory Gurley has been doing a great job watching the Steelers and Bills right now. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it looks like Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers playing keep away under four minutes to go in Orchard Park. What's the latest, Tory? That's exactly what it is. You know, um, Pittsburgh is out here. They're driving the ball downfield. The clock is on their side. They're up a touchdown. So whoever is on Buffalo uh, minus the seven, you know, the fat lady's kind of singing on that one. Mm. They're just hoping they can squeak by with the teaser win by, you know, maybe getting a turnover and them getting downfield to, you know, tie the game up and for it to go to overtime. But if not, um, anybody who's supporting Pittsburgh and having them on the money line, like myself, we're, like I said, we're all smiles. I just want to see Ben hand the ball off and let's get let's get us out of here with this win so we can move on to the next leg of my parlay. Tori, I just saw a very rare thing at this stage of Big Ben's career. An eight-yard scramble from Ben Roethlisberger. Ben's using his legs. How about that, man? Father time is not yet caught up with him, but <laughs> see if the Steelers, if it doesn't catch up for them right now, 20 to 13. Like we said, and that's the thing with the Steelers. Everybody was so down on them. It's like, remember this team started 11-0 and yeah. last year? I know they faded, absolutely uh, got crushed down the stretch, but this was still a team that was able to go 11-0. and And it's like, maybe people were a little bit too lukewarm on this team, but uh, Pittsburgh is going to have a big third down here to try to see if they can keep the Bills' offense on the field. Uh, Bills Mafia right now, though, being held at bay. 
Very much so, and I think this is a big shocker here. And let's see, they just did get a first down, so three minutes to go in regulation. It looks like the Steelers in control, seven-point lead. Uh, do you want to update? The Colts did score here. So, again, mm-hmm. there's two minutes and eight seconds to go in regulation, uh, but certainly maybe that brings the over-under back into play just so slightly. They're going for two, but it's 28-16 at this point. The two-point conversion is unsuccessful. Yeah, Carson Wentz got swallowed up, and basically the offensive line has been terrible today. The stat line is going to look okay for Wentz despite that one football where the center got driven back into him, but the touchdown was to Zach Paschal. That's two for him on the day. Now 28-16 to here. Two minutes, eight seconds left to go. Colts, I believe, have all three timeouts, so onside kick time in Indianapolis. Yeah, absolutely. See if they can rally and try to make this interesting, at least from a better's perspective here, because it looks like 12 points down. Uh, this late, they can't make that full comeback. And again, maybe the only drama left in Arizona and Tennessee. It's 38-13. 12 minutes ago, the over still very Chandler much Chandler Jones, there. if you had the over on his sacks, you've had your feet up pretty much all afternoon. Five sacks five. for Chandler Jones. Uh, the old King Kong Bundy five count, man. Five he wouldn't sacks. take the three count. He took the five count and maybe going for more here. Tennessee does, uh, or actually Arizona has the football. Still 12 minutes to go, by the way, down there in Tennessee. A lot of time left, but not a lot of time for Tennessee to come back. It is 38 to 13, all Arizona. And the Bengals still holding on to that three-point lead sweat zone there in Cincinnati as they try to hold off a rallying Minnesota Vikings team right now as that game gets late as well. So we're coming down to the finish line here like thoroughbreds in the NFL. You know it would be. Mm-hmm. It is every single week in the NFL. Uh, we'll keep you up Updated in all the changing lines. And again, Carolina still up 19 to 8 on the Jets getting late there in Carolina. Don't go anywhere. Much more to get to. It is the Green Zone right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.